Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters, what's going on, everybody? Another episode of the Life of a Fighter podcast. Before we jump into today's podcast, this episode and every episode is brought to you by the Life of a Fighter website. We have all of our awesome content on there from our Fitness Nutrition Vault to our free blog content to the podcast articles to YouTube videos and all that fun stuff. We also have our shop where you can check out all of our awesome products and services and get access to things that you normally wouldn't get access to. We have our awesome clothing line. You can check that out at LOF clothing.com. We also have a link on our main website. You can also check out more info about our coaching services by clicking the get started tab. That's where you can check out a little bit more about some of the things that we offer. You can put your information in. I can touch base with you, either get on the phone, text or email, have one of our coaches do it as well and talk about what the best program probably would be for you, whether it's with us or somebody else, just kind of getting you in that right direction. And then also, if you want to support the podcast or support those that support us, you can check out below in our description. We have all of our supporters. We have other great ways to support the podcast to keep us going. Um, if you're interested in that and if not, I just always like to say, I appreciate you guys check us out on social media as well to get some more awesome, exciting news and things going on our newsletter as well. Put your email in, we'll get you going and yeah, y'all let's jump into this podcast. Yeah. Fighters episode 200 coming at you. And I wanted to kind of make this somewhat special in the sense of, kind of uh, sidetracking from typical health and fitness topics and, and talking about, you know, one specific thing and, and kind of um, talking point and just really just first off, say thank you. Um, I'm extremely grateful for all of you guys listening and supporting, um, whether it's just with the podcast or prior th- things that I've done and, and just having this amazing following and audience to be able to speak to and also support um, and just the team, not just from a a client or consumer perspective, but the amazing kind of consultants and health professionals and just professionals in general that have come into life of a fighter across it, work with us, myself, and just kind of been a part of this journey. I really appreciate you guys. And I just wanted to express some gratitude. You know, this is something that Johnny Buck talks a lot about at Rogue Combat Club. You know, gratitude is the attitude and, and the challenge to kind of find gratitude in really your everyday life and how impactful gratitude is, not just on your mental health, but across the board on your health and even physically and what it does and how it can change your your mindset, change your life, change your business. And um, I kind of wanted to take that to first, like I said, say thank you, gratitude, and then kind of share a story with you guys, or maybe even a few, depending on how quickly or, or slowly I'll talk, um, just to kind of give you guys some examples. And, and really, like, I, I've talked about my story a bit, but I figured I, I kind of want to start at the real root. How I- 
where jujitsu came into my life, how it changed it, and, and kind of the growth that's that's come from it, um, and where it kind of leads to today, and, and what you guys can maybe take away from it too. And really, where it all started was I was in uh, college. I was going to Stony Brook University on Long Island. And I really wasn't in a good place, to be honest with you guys. I was in a pretty low point in my life, probably the lowest point I've had in my life. Um, from 17 to about 20, 22 was probably the lowest point in my life um, consistently. And not to say that there wasn't up moments and positives, but when I was 17, there, you know, I just lost two of the most important people probably in my life. Um, my grandparents, Umi and Upi, that was my mom's parents that were probably like, like I said, two of the most influential figures in my, my childhood, adolescence, and um, really were like parents to me. Um, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have both parents uh, in my life still and alive. But at that point, especially the, the relationships I had um, were different, definitely very different with both my mom and my dad. Um, they're divorced. So there's variables there that come into play and different stories and backgrounds. And having my mom's parents, Umi and Upi, in my life and raising me was really influential and made me the person that I am for a lot of different reasons. And losing them both within a month of each other um, pretty much within months of my high school graduation, neither of them were able to see me walk, graduate, and accomplish a really big goal. That was hard to, to kind of process. And then after that, getting into this routine of not taking care of myself as much as I thought I was. Like I was still very much into health and fitness and I invested in my health and fitness by training. I didn't smoke. I didn't drink. I didn't do anything. I counted my calories. I counted my macros. I weighed everything. So on the surface, I look like probably what health should be. But then if you really dive deeper, mentally, I was not healthy, um, just obsessed with training and nothing else. You know, even when I went to college, I worked really hard um, throughout my life to have opportunities and, 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 you know, going to Stony Brook University was kind of a goal for me um, and really like a dream come true because I was so nervous about potentially getting in, having the right grades because uh, anyways, all those variables, set that aside. Um, I go into to Stony Brook and again, not in a place where I probably should have been. I didn't want to be in school. I was just kind of going just to appease my parents and do what I thought I was supposed to. And I didn't really have the purpose. I kind of had direction. I knew I wanted to be in health and fitness. I didn't know if it was psychology. I didn't know if it, if it was athletic training, exercise science, nutrition, what it was. I was still figuring it out. And um, that's, I guess, a takeaway in general for those that are transitioning from high school to college or even college and onwards or haven't gone to college or trying to figure out your life. Like, don't be in a rush. Obviously, you want to figure it out and take action steps, but take the time to really figure out what you want, because otherwise you can waste a lot of time, a lot of energy and a lot of money. Um, so with that being said, you know, going to school wasn't happy. My first year into college, I didn't do well. Um, I was basically an academic um, probation because my GPA was horrible and I wasn't going to class and I was really just spending time with my girlfriend at the time and we ended up getting on the rocks and learned lessons there and we broke up the following year my sophomore year I found jiu-jitsu action the way I found it um, was because I was on Stony Brook campus I saw a flyer for um, not even jiu-jitsu club but a jiu-jitsu school that wasn't on campus that was kind of like a jiu-jitsu club for students but it was just off campus like five minutes off of Stony Brook campus ended up being Red Boy Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was my first jiu-jitsu school um, and that's why I started my like adult journey into martial arts because I had done it as a kid in Taekwondo and got my black belt and competed and all that, but it was a different journey. And from there, it just became, hey, validation of not only this is fun, 
and I'm enjoying myself, but like, hey, I have some worth and I have some value because the coaches and, and the people that were like, wow, you're athletic, you're good, you're picking this up pretty quick. And I ended up performing well. In my first year, I ended up winning medals and going to tournaments. And then I ended up getting my blue belt. Um, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. And then I was really fortunate that um, I made an amazing Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach, Mikey Triangles, who's now a black belt um, at Alan Belcher running his Brazilian jiu-jitsu program and just the man, uh, great guy overall was really influential on like learning how to drill, how to train and, and kind of the approach to it. And then also, um, my first MMA coach, Eric Uresk was in and out of red boy Brazilian jiu-jitsu traveling between Vegas and New York. And he kind of gave me this, this seed in my head that I could go to Vegas and I could do what he did. Um, he didn't say in so many words, but like saying, Hey, there's an opportunity. If you want to go, let me know, kind of figure it out. And then I was like, Hey, if Eric can do it, I'm down to try it. And then one of my buddies, John Blanjardo, who is still a great best friend of mine now. Um, I don't even know how many time champion he is now. Uh, let's say it's either five or six time amateur champion in MMA at welterweight. And um, I think he's the number three Northeast ranked MMA fighter. Um, and one of those cases of just like potential out the ass. It's just a matter of what do you want to use it on and focus your energy on um, kind of people. So anyway, we, we go to Vegas, invest in ourselves, train, get the best kind of training, all that good stuff. We end up going different routes. I stay in the fight world. Um, really only stay out in Las Vegas for six months or so. Come back. And then just kind of getting into the competition world, competed for the first time, the feeling of winning, um, it's an amazing thing, especially in a combat sport where you sacrifice so much. So anyways, all of this to summarize and come back to saying it was a decision I made because of a flyer I saw on campus. And at that point, I was really at a place where I was like, I'm either going to run away and leave school and maybe I'll like, there was like an HVAC ad that I saw driving to school one day and I was like, oh, I can make like $50,000 benefits, don't have to have a college education because I wasn't happy in school at the time. Or I didn't really know. Honestly, it was was like, to be completely honest and transparent, I was kind of like somewhat, I guess you would really, if I'm reflecting, I was kind of suicidal at that point. I was was like, I just don't want to live. This isn't worth it. Um, But I just didn't take action. I saw that flyer on campus and that made me take action. So, so basically, to say all this is having gratitude, appreciating, taking action, having those plans, don't be in a rush, all these kind of little things, nuggets of information I'm trying to highlight and pull out from this story. And yeah, so fast forward, back to New York, competing. I actually get injured, get all the way up to eight herniated discs for my lumbar spine, for my cervical. I can't compete for a while. Pretty much, I think I'm done. Um, I'm unofficially retired before my career even really takes off. I didn't even turn pro as an MMA fighter. And, um, yeah, I, I stopped for a while and then I get back into Muay Thai because of a few really influential people in my life. Coach Tito, coach Tony, the Flores brothers, um, Chuck Compagna, even, uh, Justin from UFC gym and, and really my wife, Ashley, or, <coughs> excuse me, some of the most influential people in the time of my life that, basically encouraged me, showed me that this is something I can do again after working with my doctors and physical therapists and, and strength coach over at Acceleration and their whole team. Shout out to John Furia, Stephen Wilkes, and, and the entire team, um, Gio, Rob, Steve, and, and the people that have come and gone to, all been really helpful and influential. And yeah, I was able to re- like really invest in my health 
And unfortunately, couldn't compete at a high level grappling because I don't want to risk the injuries that came with it. Even when I, I decided to wrestle a year of college at Stony Brook, I didn't go all out because of those injuries. I wasn't able to compete the way I wanted to. So I was like, you know what? Grappling's done from a high level competition standpoint. Muay Thai seems to be okay. My body can handle it. And that started my whole like reinvigoration of fighting and kind of boosted. And at the time I had life of a fighter, we were a company. We we're still figuring out who we were, the identity, and ultimately able to, because I took care of myself and had that health, able to fight and able to go pro and move to Thailand and fight a Thai and beat a Thai in a Thai stadium in Thailand, work with Phuket top team, um, not only being a contracted sponsored professional fighter, but being their head strength conditioning coach while I was out there, having all the amazing opportunities that came from that and to meet amazing people like Pascal Schroth, who's a, a, not only an amazing human being, but fighter coach and, and just the way that he's influenced my life too and inspired me in that way just that alone has been really cool and also you know steve panda banks from phuket top team to bam morris to ahmed who's also another amazing fighter to jack Lowe, like all these great people that i got to kind of come across and learn from and also getting to train with amazing people like whether it's vegas randy couture and robert drysdale and mark beecher and you know ron frazier and um y- you name it the list goes on like evan dunham and Back when George Roop was still fighting, um, Forrest Griffin, Frank Mir, like you can keep going on and on and on, um, you know, and, and all the way to Thailand to like Chris Cyborg to um, just the like Lurdzilla, like I said, Pascal, Panda, all these amazing high level guys to be able to have those experiences. And, and I thought it was ironic, you know, I was kind of reflecting on it today. I was like, you know. One moment can change your life, obviously. And I look back at that moment in college at Stony Brook where I grabbed that flyer and decided to go and check out that school versus maybe getting an HVAC job or maybe just making probably the worst decision in my life um, and just, you know, turning off the side of the road or, or, or hurting myself in a way that was not able to come back from um, to not have that opportunity. So I guess that's the other piece, too, is keep fighting. You know, I was talking to someone today about that concept of how one little message, one little thing can change someone's life. And I'm hoping that even if just that one person listens to this podcast and you want to give up, don't give up. Uh, I'm living proof and there's plenty of people I've talked to that have that living proof that it just takes that one moment to change your life, that one thing to find, to turn it all around. And to reflect back, you know, now I'm in Asheville, North Carolina after coming back to New York, moving uh, me and my wife, obviously we're married. We have a beautiful daughter who's 17 months. My wife's pregnant with another baby on the way and we're about to buy a house and all these great things so it's to say you know again gratitude is the attitude is kind of the theme of this episode and also me going into my stories but the biggest takeaway is i just wanted to share that story with you guys so you can kind of see where i'm coming from and why that's the case and listen even when it when it comes to just help doesn't have to be, you know, a financial benefit to me. I want you guys to reach out, reach out to me, reach out to the team here. And if it's not with us, we'll find the right place for you to get help. Or just if you need to talk, let me know. Um, Yeah, it can be a lonely, fucking scary world. And just know that you have someone on your side in me. Um, Even if I don't know you, know I'm on your side. Unless you're a horrible piece of shit, then obviously that's different. Like, don't be a murderer. Don't be a rapist. Pretty simple. Um, Sorry, getting a little sarcastic there, y'all. But ultimately, know that I'm here for you guys. And I hope you kind of really understand that. And hopefully you guys can take something away from this. And I just appreciate you guys. I appreciate you listening. Again, gratitude all day long. And um, 
yeah, let's start off this new year. Again, I'm not a big New Year's resolution person per se. I think you should kind of have something you want to go after year round. But if that's what does it for you, if that's that one thing, great. Take advantage of it. Let's go for it. And that's pretty much it, y'all. I'm going to go back to kicking ass, taking names uh, with some other work. I'll catch you guys later. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free and that is it y'all. See you on the next one.